What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Built Different Podcast. My name is Zach Clinton. I'll be your host. And as we continue to grow, I'll have friends joining me each week to interview some of the leading experts in the fields of motivational speaking, mental health, ministry, and even sports. Our goal is to instill hope, encouragement, and motivation in and through your life today. And our prayer is that after each episode, you'd be more equipped and encouraged to look, love, and live more like Christ from the inside out. That's our definition of what it means to be built different. So I hope you're ready. You better buckle up. Let's roll. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to our Advent series on the Built Different Podcast. We are so excited for you guys to be joining us today because it's a very special episode for us here on the Built Different Podcast. 100 episodes, you guys. It is going to be so much fun. We're so excited to celebrate with you guys. Garrett, can you believe it's already been 100 episodes? Insane. It is. It's it's amazing. It's incredible seeing from its, you know, you know, conception at the, yeah. at the beginning of it and what God's done in and through you and the other hosts and the guests that have come like it's truly a blessing and it's been so fun. 100 nice. episodes. I cannot believe it. Man, it's been so much fun just to see what God has done in and throughout um, the past 100 episodes and all the incredible guests that we've had on the show. But I'm telling you guys to celebrate this week as we have another incredible guest to be with us here for our 100th interview itself. We have a giveaway going on on our social media accounts. If you follow us on Instagram at Built Different Ministry, you'll be able to see all the details with that. You guys, it's going to be a great giveaway. There's some incredible prizes there. You do not want to miss it. So go check us out over there on Instagram. But as I said, joining us today on the show is the one and the only Miss Annie F. Downs. She is absolutely incredible. She brings so much life. She is so life-giving. She's so passionate. She's so fun. And for those of you that maybe don't know all about Annie. Annie is a best-selling author. She's a nationally known speaker, and she's the host of the amazing That Sounds Fun podcast. She's based out of Nashville, Tennessee. And in and throughout today's episode, we just dive into this idea of hope and really being able to cling to it and cling to the promises of God, even in the midst of some of the most difficult and darkest seasons of our lives. And you know why I love discussing hope, especially I think during this time of the year, is because that's what this season is really all about. Yeah, it's fun to put up the Christmas tree or to go chop one down, right? Those of you that aren't about the fake ones like my family is, but it's fun to hang the lights, right? To put up the decorations, the ornaments, to host around this season. But my friends, the reason for the season is that we get to celebrate hope coming to this earth a little over 2,000 years ago because hope has a name and his name is Jesus. Because of what he has done for us on the cross, where he paid for the penalty of our mistakes, our pasts, our transgressions, by defeating sin and then rising again three days later, defeating death so that we may spend eternity with him. The beautiful thing about all of that, my friends, is that even in the midst of some of our most difficult and adverse seasons, because of what he's done, we still have the opportunity to cling to hope. I love a quote that Annie shared with us, and I'll mention to it in the episode as well, where she said, hope matters because our suffering matters. And Romans 8, verse 18 says, I consider that our present sufferings are not worth comparing with the glory that will be revealed in us. Verse 19, for the creation waits in eager expectation for the children of God to be revealed. My friends, what if one of the hardest seasons of your lives that you may be going through right now, what if it was just a preparation stage or a preparation season for what God is already planning and preparing for you? I love hope 
and what it, what it means, especially this time of year, Zach. I, I think scripture is so clear. We're called to have a confident hope, confident expectation. And, and it centers around the idea of, of Jesus coming, yeah. um, and, and living that perfect life that you talked about. But in light of Christmas and looking into the new year, and we'll talk more about this with Annie, you know, we are called to have hope. And, and that hope is expectation for a desired outcome. And I think what that looks like for us as Christians, it's God can use any season, our darkest days, our best days to bring about the flourishing of, of, of his kingdom yeah. and, you know, his presence in us to impact others. And, and I, you know, I love this season and, and I love the hope that it brings. And in our interview with Annie, I just really hope that our listeners today really just take up the mantle of hope yeah. as we, we sort of celebrate the Christmas season, but usher in a new year. So I'm excited. Annie is so fun. She and is. I can't wait for you to hear it. So let's go now to our interview with Annie F. Downs. Annie, thank you so much for joining us today. Zach and Garrett, happy 100 episodes. I know. What an honor. I only show up when there's three digits. So here we go. <laughs> we did it. We did it. Man, we are so excited, Miss Annie. Like you said, this is our 100th episode. It's been incredible to see what God has done in and through yes. the past 100 interviews. And truly to have you as our 100th guest, we're so stoked that you are here to celebrate with us today. For anybody that kind of listens to podcasts in this space, I'm sure that everyone knows who you are, but I just want to give you a little introduction real quick for those that may not. Annie's a best-selling author. She's a nationally known speaker and the host of the amazing That Sounds Fun podcast. She's based out of Nashville, Tennessee. You guys, she has a lot of energy, a lot of passion. And like I said, <laughs> this is going to be a celebration episode today. But just right. for this episode, Miss Annie, I'm asking myself, what do you ask the person that's interviewed everyone under the sun? So how <laughs> I want to begin is how you always close your episodes. During this Christmas season, what is Miss Annie F. Downs doing for fun? Well, for starters, I'm watching the World Cup. Are y'all watching the World Cup? I watched oh, the yeah. World Cup. Yes. So okay, so we've never had a World Cup in the winter. Just for our newer to sports listeners, yeah. World Cup always happens in the summer. So we've never had this soccer tournament. This is the men's World Cup, by the way. It's not just the World Cup. So the men's World Cup is happening right now. It's the first time it's ever happened in the winter. And I am like jonesing for every game. Like I want to watch every minute of it. It has taken all my self-control to like go to work every day. I mean, there are multiple days. It's not happening right now. I wouldn't lie to you. There are multiple days while I'm working on one thing and the behind the next thing on my screen is just the top corner of the score, just the top left corner where you can see the score of the match. So that's my favorite thing. This particular Christmas is watching the men's world cup. That's awesome. I saw uh, a post where you were super excited, something happened during a game, it ended up you being on the floor. <laughs> super excited, you were I on the just, Garrett, you know me, I don't feel things small ever. So there's just no world where I'm gonna feel something small. But when the US was getting out of the knockout round, it was, I mean, the, the moments are ticking. And one of the fun things about soccer is you don't ever know exactly when the game's gonna end because only the ref is keeping up with the time. They give you an estimate on the screen, but you don't really know. And so we're winning one to nothing. Iran is pressing. If they score, if they score and we tie, right. we're out. We're out. And right. so you just, they just can't score. They can't score. And then one of our Nashville SC guys, Walker Zimmerman, wow. is the one who blocks a goal. And then minutes later, the guy blows the whistle and we're going through. So I just, I couldn't, I could no longer stand or sit. That, wow. That's awesome. I think I'd put in a bid to have you just commentate the rest of <laughs> the season. Do not play oh. games with my heart. I would do that I so see. quick. It would be awesome. <laughs> 
I mean, I just did a podcast with a worship leader. You guys know too, Mac Brock. Yep. Mac has a sports pod. He and Josh Baldwin have a sports podcast. And they were like, well, you come on and talk about World Cup soccer and uh, the, the Georgia Bulldogs. And I was like, can I please? Yes, 100%. I will. And I talked, y'all, I talked too much. It was terrible. I get real jazzed about it. Well, Annie, one of the uh, cool things that you're doing this season that's also super fun is over at the That Sounds Fun podcast. You guys have your Advent series. Yeah. Um, we've been following a, a, a along, and one of my favorite weeks has been the Hope Week so yeah. far. Yeah. It's been awesome. And Thanks. you guys are doing that and hitting the ground running. You've got video content that's out. You've got a daily podcast that's hitting. Mm. You've got the liturgical like calendar. Yeah. Resources on your website. I, I want to talk to you. Like what's happening with your Advent series? How's yeah. that going? You know, we're getting to the point where we're, we're, we're so close to Christmas, Advent season. What's happening? What are you guys doing? Yeah. You know, one of the things, we're really intentional about only doing what only we can do. <laughs> and we are not a Bible study resource. That is not what we do, but we bridge people. I mean, on hanging on my wall in my office is our mission statement. And part of it is that Annie is a bridge. And so we like doing short um, invitations to people that will bridge them to longer invitations, right? So we wanted to do a daily little 10 to 15 minute Devo every weekday during Advent, because what we really want in 2023 is for people to study the Bible. Yeah. And so if we can get them excited about short content and, and, Advent, which it's hard. This season is really busy. And so if we can get them uh, to think about hope, peace, love, and joy really faithfully for a month, can we take those as gifts, not only from God, but as tools of what, what we want to do and who we want to be in 2023, and then really bridge people into a life full of hope. Y'all, it has been wild. During our first week, the week of hope, I I said to someone, I had no idea the enemy hated hope so much. Wow. I just had no idea. I did not know he cared as much about hope, but he wants us to be hopeless. Mm. Because when you're full of hope, every it's you're a little bit like a duck that water can't sit on. You know, like it kind of just slides off every, the troubles, the worries, the insecurities, the lies. When you're full of hope, those things, it's not that they aren't there. They just kind of slide off a little bit easier. Mm. And we've just, as we listened to people after that week and as we, and then what we experienced on our own team was like, oh, there's pushback here because people need it so deeply. Mm -hmm. And so we were like, yo, the enemy hates hope. We didn't know. Now we know. Now we know, which only makes me want to double down on making sure people know that hope is available. Amen to that. There are um, so many different stories that have come out of this series. And, and so as you talk mm -hmm. through the different themes of Advent, has there been one that you're like, yo, this was my favorite to exhaust <laughs> and just express and yeah. create the resources for Okay, well, I'm actually going to tell you a wilder story yeah. that is about the creation of the process. Is that okay? Yes. Because I think it's a really interesting, and I don't know if you need to do a siren here. I've never told this story before. Wow. So, wheel, wheel, wheel. And we get an exclusive. For right, you got an exclusive. So, we had recorded the entire thing. All I taught 26, 25, 10 to 15 minute sermons in a week. Okay, that is insane. Yeah. So I did that. And three weeks later, we're getting closer to Advent. And all, and I mean, we had been like, yes, Lord, thank you. We did it. We celebrated. We put everybody in a limo, our whole team in a limo. We went to Long John Silver because we'd never <laughs> been there. So like we put everybody in limo. 
drove them to Long John Silver's. Okay, so that's the kind of class you're working with over here. Oh, yeah. But we like celebrated that it was done. About two to three weeks later, we get a proof back on a product that goes along with it. Mm -hmm. And the way that the proof goes is it says hope, peace, joy, love. Mm -hmm. The way I had taught the four weeks to video and to podcast is hope, peace, love, joy. Mm -hmm. So I had taught the back two weeks wrong. Mm -hmm. And we have this moment where we go, we have to reteach half of this series. Mm. I mean, can you, uh, what do you do? Right. Yeah. When you go like, we're out of time. Right. I'm exhausted already. And so what, what I, I tell you that story, Garrett, because I think it's important for our friends listening to know that there are some times where God lets a mistake happen because there's a better thing on the other side of the mistake. That's right. And I, re and so, and it's a lot of hard work for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. My whole team, we all had to reteach the whole thing, re-record the whole thing. They had to make new videos. I mean, we had to redo half of the series. Mm. And the and and what God has done with the back half of the series is more than what we would have dreamed of. And the teaching's better. The teaching's better. And so it's been, I mean, but can you imagine the moment when I realized that in a parking lot of a hotel looking at a looking at like a proof of a product? I was like, they did the product wrong. And I was like, right. oh dear Lord. Oh, no. What if they didn't do the product wrong? So I Googled, what are the orders of the of the candles for Advent? And I was like, no, 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 no. I, I taught it wrong. I taught it wrong. Yeah. And then all the alarms went off. Ah, well, <laughs> you know, that sort of brings me to this idea. You, you mm. highlighted it so well that sometimes God will use mistakes. Yes. To, to redeem and yeah. to make better. Yes. To impact people in a way that originally we never, you know, intended for it. Yes. That happened. Yeah. That's exactly right. We did never picked it that way. Do you know our, our new um, saying around here is we wish we'd have caught that the first time, but we're glad we caught it now. That's right. like, That's we're right. just like, and every time it happens, it is God going, Hey, I'm working with you. Yeah. I'm with you in this. And here's something to fix. And yeah. so we're grateful for it now. It's, it's happened probably four times this month where yeah. we're like, how did we mess that up? Okay. Well, we, he, but God revealed to us a way to make it better before it was too late mm. and that is just his kindness mm. i um i've been following along and i you know even before the advent series when i think of christmas and i think of of this time of year i i often think of you and oh, it's because you. of a, a a post that you shared a few years ago every year it yeah, i do it every year me, it's me weepy every time i oh. see this if it's okay i want to read it for our listeners yeah. i kind of want to just you know hang for a few minutes around this yeah. post. yeah um, and, and it reads, you share every December 21st. Yep. Um, and it says, you know, it's around the winter solstice and I'm going to read it. I'm going to find it. It's in my notes. <laughs> um, December 21st, winter solstice, the darkest day of the year. Every day of the fall has been getting darker towards today, mm. but tomorrow it starts getting lighter in the tiny, tiny increments, but light is coming. It doesn't get any darker than today. Light is coming. Mm. Yeah. I, I love that idea because for mm. myself, I've been in dark seasons. I know for our listeners, they've oh, been yeah. in dark seasons. Yeah. And where this season is a time of celebrating and just being around people, there are a few of us, some of our listeners, who this might be hard. Mm. Yeah. Whole time, grief, loss, yeah. singleness, 
you know, they're, they're looking at the, the year behind them and they're saying things didn't go out, you know, as, as planned. And, and I, I don't know if I want to step into this whole 2023 thing. Right. I want to ask <laughs> you, Annie, like, what do you, what do you tell the person right now who is really disappointed with the year, disappointed yeah. with the season? How do you want to encourage them? Like, to, to find light, to look for hope. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, I, I think one of the natural things, one of the th- most important things that's to say is this is very natural. Mm-hmm. It is very natural for your life to be seasonal, whether you're married, single with kids, without kids, you know, retired, or even in a college, like wherever you are on the spectrum, it is really natural for your life to be seasonally cyclical. It is just, I mean, it is such a gift from God that he lets us see in the natural what is true in the supernatural. Mm. And so he lets us see seasons. And you know, the other thing that I love about that, Garrett, the thing I love about this is we all know that right when it's darkest is also when it's coldest for us. Mm. And so you go, okay, it is really cold and it will get warmer. It will not get warmer tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Right, like it actually doesn't. It's not like we switch to our spring clothes on December twenty second. Right, we go. Yesterday was dark. Today is darker. Tomorrow's dark. Mm-hmm. Right, like it does not go from the winter solstice to the summer solstice. Right. There is a process back out, and I think sometimes that's my encouragement. That's what's coming to my brain. Is it is such a good reminder that sometimes things are true before they feel true or seem true. And what is true is that light is coming and the days are getting longer and summer will show up again. It always does. We've never missed a summer. I have perfect attendance to every summer of my life and to every sin I've ever participated in, right? Like I haven't missed either of them. And so it, it is going to come. And so I would just say to people like, believe what you feel. You, your feelings can ride. They just don't get to drive. That's right. right. Like let them be in the car. They can even pick the music. I don't care, but the, don't let them drive. Mm. Let them ride. And when they tell you this is really disappointing and really dark, you go, okay, this is really disappointing and really dark. Mm. What happens next? I need to tell someone. I need to figure out why I'm disappointed. What were my expectations? Who am I disappointed with? Am I disappointed with myself? Am I disappointed with my family? Am I disappointed with God? I mean, like kind of identifying it. I said to our coworkers lately, I said, we, we need to be really smart about identifying who our enemy is because it's nobody but the enemy, right? right. <laughs> and so, and so I, I would remind people to, I would encourage people to really identify who you're disappointed in because that will help. That will really help. So, and healing's coming. Light will come. We will go through a season of it going from winter to spring and then summer will be here and then we'll harvest and then there'll be a version of darkness. And is this true for y'all? What's true for me is I'm usually emotionally and relationally and spiritually in all four seasons. Yes. Like something is being harvested. Something is being planted somewhere. It's dark and somewhere I'm thriving. Like normal, honestly, if you can sit down today and go in my life, what is summer? What is winter? What is spring? And what is fall? You will find one of each. So true. And I love that idea, Annie, being in the mental health space, like you just said, letting your feelings ride, but not letting them drive the truck, right? And when it comes to this idea of this process, like you said, it may not get lighter right away. It might not be the snap of a finger, but it will come eventually, right? In due time, 
as long as you yes. don't give up. I think of yes. Romans 12, 12, be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, faithful in prayer. I was reading in an Instagram caption of yours not too long ago. It was actually just the other day. And you wrote, our hope matters. Why? Because our suffering matters. Yeah. And we're all suffering in some way, shape, or form. And I love this idea. Dr. Jerry Falwell Sr., the founder of Liberty University, where both Gary and I attended college there, he said that there's three types of people. Those that are going into the midst of trial, those in the midst of trial, or those that just got out getting ready yeah. to right back in. And so this right. nobody's a stranger to pain or adversity. And when I yeah. think about hope and when I think about pain and when I think about how it can be used for a purpose, I think of uh, John chapter nine, right? When Jesus heals the blind man yeah. and initially up front, when the disciples come to him and they're like, dude, Jesus, at the end of the day, he's born blind. Is this because he sinned or because his parents sinned? That mindset of like, man, it's a punishment. His blindness was a punishment. Yes. But then I love Jesus' response in verse 3. He said, neither this man nor his parents have sinned. But this yes. happened so that the works of God might be displayed in him. Yes. There's a person out there who's been going through a deep and difficult and dark season of life who maybe feels like they're being punished. They're asking all the wrong questions. Why me, God? Why would you allow this to happen to me? Rather than the question, which is, what do you want me to learn in the midst of this? How do you want me to grow from this? Annie, what's the word of encouragement you'd share with that person? Yeah, I mean, a pastor said to me one time, the only time we ask our parents why is when we wish they were making a different decision. Mm. Right? And so we're not really asking why because we want an explanation. We're asking why because we want God to change his mind. So just, just ask the truth. Skip over that why me, God, and say, will you change this? Would you just change this for me? Because I I am confused as why this is my lot in life, whatever that lot is. And therefore I'd ask you to change it. And then the Lord really has this opportunity to say, yeah, I will change that because you asked, because it was my will, because all the reasons prayer works, I'll change that. Or no, no, I'm not going to change that. And here, and it's for your good. And it's for my glory. Have y'all, have y'all watched any of season three of the chosen yet? Yes. Oh yeah. Okay. That scene with little James in episode two, where Jesus has sent them out to heal the sick. And he says, why won't you heal me first? Mm -hmm. And, and, and I, the, to spoil it for everybody, Jesus's answer is there will be hundreds of people who have the testimony of I followed Jesus because he did for me what I wanted him to do. You have the testimony. I followed Jesus and he didn't do for me what I wanted him to do. And I, I mean, we were all in the theaters just sobbing. Oh yeah. Sobbing. <laughs> I, I I wish Dallas Jenkins would open a tissue factory because he is missing out on an, a stream of income that are absolutely tissue money from people using tissues. But that's really important. So for those people who feel that, I, I would say, like, ask God the truest thing you want to ask him and then let him answer you truthfully, too. I love that, Annie, because God really will answer you truthfully if we come to him, if we invite yeah, him. Yeah, that's right, Zach. In previous weeks, we've actually interviewed Mac Brock and Ruth Joe Simons on our Advent series as well. Yeah. Awesome, talking about how we can practice the, the power and the presence of God in our daily lives, coming out of Philippians 4. But I think something that also is super imperative, and I think how God speaks to us, is through others, through community, through family, yeah. friends, and so much more. I know in my life, I may not have been able to get out of some of the most difficult times without the friends for the fire, if that's what I kind of call it. And so just yeah. 
understand in Scripture time and time again, it talks about encouraging one another, building one another up in 1 Thessalonians 5, and just this idea that people sometimes have to carry us. They have to walk alongside of us. That's why I think I love counseling. I love mental yeah. health. I love just sitting with someone in their deepest and darkest moments, reminding them that they never have to suffer alone, that God is with them, he's for them, but there are other people out there, regardless of the attachment wounds, that care enough too. So just <laughs> regardless of attachment wounds. Hardly. I I'm love here. counselor talk. Let's go. Oh, and so there was this one quote that I have to read, and I kind of yeah. want you to expound upon. Um, it says, in hard times, people don't want to be told to look on the bright side. They want to know that you're on their side. Even yeah. if you can't help them feel better, you can always help them feel seen. Therefore, the best way to support others is not to cheer them up. The best way to support others is simply showing up. Annie, yeah. how is community and your inner circle, how have they spoken into your life in some of those dark seasons? I mean, that's the, that's the real, real of it is the, there's a couple of ways you hear God. And I'm sure Ruth and Mac have been down this with y'all, but I mean, it is through his scripture first. I mean, if it doesn't match the Bible, it in the Lord, that's just full stop. Um, and then we can hear the Holy spirit for ourselves, of course. But to me, the string between those two is community. It is people of going like, I mean, I did it yesterday. I got on Marco Polo and I said to one of my best girlfriends, I was like, I have this idea of something I think I want to do that. I think might be God. And, and so I just want to lay the whole thing out. And she wrote, she Marco pulled me back and video me back and just was like, I hear you. Here are my five questions around that. And I was like, those are really valid questions. And I still could end up doing the thing I think I want to do. I might not. And I can obey God if my friends disagree with me, but that's, filter of community. And, and the reason that matters, Zach, when you're talking about people being on your side, not being on the sunny side of life, is if they will sit with you when you're trying to sort out what you and God are going through, they will sit with you when you feel left by God. Sorry. Right. And so it, they will be the better version of Job's friends. Mm -hmm. They'll be the ones who come and sit with you and are with you. But instead of saying, Hey, did you do this wrong? Did you do this wrong? Did you, they go like, this is terrible. And we don't understand either. I mean, I, I read a book recently where the author's husband has been chronically ill. And she says to God, it, she writes about it in this, when she tells the story, she says, I know you love me. Why don't you love him? Mm. And I mean, that kind of level of like, come and sit with me when I'm there is is what we need from people but because my because my community and my friends are with me in the daily processing of what me and god are up to or what me and whoever i'm dating are up to or me, me and my friends are up to what me and my coworkers are up to they will also sit with me when things hurt the most Good. there's a an account in acts that i love that sort of echoes what we've been talking about here with Keith. yeah it's, it's acts 13 and it's where paul and barnabas are are, are set apart you know, the Holy Spirit speaks to the people around them and yeah. says, set apart for me, Paul and Barnabas. I'm sending them out. And what the church does, the community around them, is they set them apart, lay yes. hands, fast, and pray, and then they do the work of, of sending. Yeah. And, and they're so sad. Yes. Right, right. It's so sweet. So all of that to say, I think in my own experience, I have noticed that those friends for the fire, what you mm -hmm. talked about, hey, I need to reach out to my friend. and Yeah work through what I'm going through here and what God may be leading me to that that's that's scriptural that that's that's sort of a, a a model that that is there that you know the early church fathers were doing and mm -hmm. you know the Holy Spirit was speaking through the people and saying this is what I need you to do pray for these yeah. people 
and here's the thing, like they, they sent them out. They were obedient. Yeah. And I, I can account in my own life where there have been people who have been there <laughs> where I've ran some ideas by and maybe some good, some bad. And, and because of their walk with the Lord yeah. and, and their attunement, yes. they've been able to, you know, help push those dreams, but also rein That's in right. some, some desires that may yeah. And for me, it takes about three times of someone giving me bad advice that I go like, okay, we can be really dear friends, but I'm not going to go to you for this because what happens between me and God shapes too much of my life to have bad counsel. That bad counselors don't mean bad friends, right? You can have friends that are really close to you that you don't go to. And so, so test people too in a, in a loving and kind way of like, Hey, I'm going to be vulnerable and say to them, Am I the Paul or Barnabas that needs to be sent out? And if they're 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 way off more than once, you go, man, I love you so much. You're not who I talk to about this because mm-hmm. they may have pain in their own life about this area. They may have, should I go see a counselor? I'm asking God if I should go see a counselor. And someone says, absolutely not. I had a terrible job. I had a terrible experience with a counselor when I was seven, and therefore, you know. And you're like, well, that's that's not good advice. That's out of your own pain, yeah. right? So it's paying attention to that. I think that's so good, Garrett. To, to say to people like, man, when we come together and support each other is when we can move forward and being wise about who gets the access to you to help you move forward matters. Mm-hmm. Um, Annie, you have recently joined the Extraordinary Women. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We, we've had you uh, most recently in Lynchburg. We've got and you. And you did not cancel me after oh. the first one, which meant a ton. It's very nerve wracking. We're excited. We got a few more <laughs> dates coming up in the spring. Um, but there was uh, a moment we had you last uh, in in October. Um, I, I had been listening. Zach and I had been on that tour yeah. with our team, and we had heard so many people sort of exhaust that that passage. Yeah, it, literally exhausted for y'all, I'm sure. <laughs> yes, yes, and we had heard all of the ways, but you came with such a fresh word yeah. that Aww. that marked me. Um, in a season of, you know, obedience and just trying to figure out, okay, what does God have for me in community and in mission? And, and, you know, for those of you who don't really know the background of that passage, it's, you know, the Israelites are Babylonian captivity. It's not an easy thing. And God speaks to them. That's where we get the, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. And, and then we get the, if you seek me, you'll find me when you seek me with your, and then God gives them instruction as to what they're supposed to do in that captivity. And so, you know, in light of the Christmas season and Advent, and then we're looking like dead face with 2023. Yeah. There are people listening who, who need to sort of hear that, like, you need to make home where you are. Yeah. Yeah. Come, come back home to, to God and wherever you're at, whatever season you're in, whatever you're wrestling with, whatever you're, yeah. just, it could be a great season and you're just still trying to figure out, okay, is this what I'm supposed to be doing? Yeah. What sort of things can we be doing looking at 2023? Hmm. So I need to make home where I'm at. Yeah. 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 I would encourage people when they get a down day in this over this holiday break to back, go back to Jeremiah 29 and go read 11 and then back all the way up to one. Cause one is the one that tells you, Oh, they were, they were not at home. They were captives in a different place. And just like we can probably list out a way in our lives where in every season, we can also probably lift at, list out a place in our lives, whether it's relationally or professionally or spiritually, uh, in your own body, in your own marriage, in your own friendships, where you're like, I don't feel at home here. I don't feel like I'm where God would have me plant my roots. And what happens in Jeremiah 29 is that's exactly what God says to him is, I know you don't feel it, 
but start acting like it. Mm. Start acting. For, and so that, I mean, let me tell y'all what I'm sensing for 2023. I'm not like a prophetess who's up here trying to like pass the bucket when I'm done saying this. But but what I am going to say is the thing I sense for next year is there's an opening coming. Just a real like when a new year comes, new doors open. And I just have a real like, yeah, there's some new doors that are going to open for believers next year and, and for people who are seeking God. And and that's why we did our Advent series around hope, peace, uh love no hope peace joy and love don't you know i know the right order now hope peace joy and love it is because those four things really are tools we can take because i believe 23 is going to have some open opportunities and if we are constantly wishing we were someone else we cannot walk where god is taking us and so you can't go oh if i was only married then i would pursue the things that god had for me oh if if our kid if i had two kids instead of one once my kids are in high school, if we had more money, if I could, you know, we can all do the like, if I had a different address, I would be more generous with my home kind of thing. And instead, I feel like what God's invitation is, is like, hey, right where you are, act like all the things are true about where you wish you were going and then see what happens. And that's what I think is next year's about. I think God can open doors when we live where we are like Jeremiah 29 invites us to, when we live where we are and, and allow God to let our feelings catch up in some way. I'm not a fake it till you make it person. I think that's really annoying, but I am a big believer and your feelings will follow your actions. Your your behavior follows your identity, right? And so that'll happen. And so that that to me, Garrett, is where we can look at 2023 and what we can walk into of going, okay, this year, no matter what comes, I'm going to be at home in my life. Mm. One of the ways that that's our good. listeners can do that practically is you have an incredible resource that's that's starting the first of the year. <gasps> yeah. The Gospels every month. Yes. So elaborate for us. What, what are you guys doing there? What's happening? Give us what the- have we done to ourselves is my first question because we are, are, I am reading Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John 12 times. The whole thing. It takes, we recorded five days today and it takes about 20 to 25 minutes per day. And so we are, I mean, it is, it's awesome. And, and what a gift to get to read the gospels, but the real, I mean, as we talked about rewinding all the way to the beginning, you guys, we want to be a bridge. And, and a lot of people in January want to listen or read the whole Bible. I'm going to read the Bible this year. I'm going to read the Bible this year. And they get to January 28th and they fall off. Or they get to February 10th and they fall off and then they get behind by a week because they went on spring break and they're like, yeah, man, I'll do it next year. And so we thought, let's build a bit, let's build a bridge opportunity where you can listen for 30 days and all you're committed to is 30 days and you will hear Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, not in that order every time, but you will hear Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And if you want to do it again, you can do it again. And if you want to do it again, you can do it again because I'm going to read it in different versions. We're going to show up every day of 2023 reading something about Jesus. That's the goal because that's that in the long run, what do we want to bridge everyone to? Jesus. That's it. That's it. And then there's an old quote that I love that a pastor said, preach the gospel, die and be forgotten. Mm. I'm like, that's it, right? Like, I just want to bridge people to Jesus. If they remember me the most, I've actually failed. I've actually failed. I really want them to remember Jesus. So that's what we're doing. It's it's called Let's Read the Gospels. It's everywhere you love to listen to podcasts. It's YouTube. It's Instagram. I mean, we're like going everywhere with it because we're like, 
I can't screw this up. All I have to do is read. This is not any content. It is just my voice. Lord will, and it lasts the whole year. <laughs> I love that. I challenge all of our listeners to go get involved at the start of the new year. Go listen to the Gospels. I'm telling you guys, it is life-changing. Like Annie said, it's 30 days. Commit yourself That's to it. 30 days. And then, like she's saying, you can do it again and again and again. But I'm telling you, it will be life-changing for you. Annie, how we always love to close our episodes out here on the Build Different Podcast is we love to kind of leave the door open for our guests to share something that has been near and dear to their heart that God has maybe placed for such a time as this. And so, Annie... Rather than asking you, you know, I initially started with what you're doing for fun. Yeah. What I'm going to ask you is one of our favorite resources of yours is 100 Days to Brave, where you really seek to help others unlock their most courageous self. And for the people out there that maybe are uncertain, maybe they are kind of walking through a very uncertain time of life, a cringy time of life that's really difficult and hard, what would you share with them that would just be hope, encouragement, and motivation to their hearts to help them live a life that might be built different? Yeah, I, I would say you can trust God. I know that sounds really like simple, but you can trust God. If things are coming up in your counseling appointments that are hard or scary or really painful, they're coming up today for a reason. If things are coming up in your family, they're coming up for a reason. If you are feeling passionate about something new, if you watched a movie and something made you cry that's never made you cry before, it's all happening for a reason. You can trust God. You can trust God. So when those things come up and they are, and you know, the next step is going to require courage. You can know God didn't think I could do this yesterday, but he thinks I can do it today. God didn't bring this up when I was 15, but he brought it up when I was 30 and that matters. Right. And so, so you can know what God knows about you is that you trust him today and he trusts you today. He trusts you with what he's handing you today. So I would say as we're going into the next year for today, if you're in one of those spots and as we go into 2023, what God brings up that is for your healing, for your health, for your vision, for your uh, movement forward, for your restoration of your own life, for reclaiming your own life, you can trust him. He's bringing it all up for a reason. So you can trust him. Love that. His timing is never late. He never wastes your pain. You can trust him because he is a good, good father. Annie F. Downs, you truly are one of the most fun, encouraging, and energetic people we have ever met. We're so incredibly Yay. thankful that you joined us today. Thank you for celebrating our 100th Happy episode. 100! Thank you so you much. Guys. And Annie, we will be, we'll be praying for you, and we are cheering you on all the way from Lynchburg, Thanks, Virginia, guys. and all the amazing things that God is continuing to do in and through you and the impact and influence you have on countless lives. Merry Christmas. We hope you have a blessed season. Thanks, friends. Happy 100. I'm so proud of y'all. Well done. Let's get to 1,000. Yes, ma'am. Man, what an incredible interview with yeah. the one and only Annie F. Downs for our 100th episode, our 100th guest. I, I'm encouraged. My mind is blown, Zach. I don't know about you, but- It was so much fun. Yeah. Seriously. I think in listening to everything that she had to say, there's a few things that we can take away, um, sort of rounding out our Christmas series yeah. and looking ahead to 2023. We're so close to a new year. And one of the ways she, she closed out was this idea of coming home to yourself, where you're at, and making home where you're at in a place that may not feel like home. Mm -hmm. And where there might be challenges and difficulties that you might be going through, or you're in a season of uncertainty and you're trying to figure out, okay, what does God have me do? What, where am I supposed to be obedient next? There are a few things that I think that we all can do headed into this new year. And one of the big points as you are sort of resting now into this hope, 
this person of Jesus and being obedient into all the things that he's called you to do. And you're trying to figure out that, that next step. Hmm. Find yourself in scripture this year. Yeah. Dig in. Maybe it is reading through the gospels with Annie. Yeah. Uh, maybe it is, you know, just digging in with your community and, and opening God's word. Maybe it's looking like living out that dream that God has given you mm. and, and starting to make the steps to, to do the things that he's called you to do. And, and maybe for, for, for some of you, it's, it's confessing and it's seeking healing and maybe even professional mental health mm. that, that you've been putting off. What we need to do as we, as we round out this, this Christmas season and head into 2023 is really understand that hope in the person of Jesus, really resting in that hopeful expectation Mm -hmm. then requires action. It it, it really does. Putting our hope in him then requires us to live out that faith and and be obedient with what he is calling us to do. So, Zach, I'm blown away. I thought it was an incredible interview. It was such an incredible interview. And I think something that really comes to mind is you talk about this idea of taking action then with the hope that we've been giving that lives within us. I always tell people, if you ever want to go anywhere, right? You have a destination, you have a goal. When we talk about the new year's coming up, if you have something in mind that you want to go to and pursue, the first thing that you have to do is understand where am I starting from, right? So I challenge every listener out there, if you want to pursue something this year, focus where your feet are. That's how you can become and pursue the best version of yourself each and every day. Because if you focus on where you're at right now, that's when you can begin taking the strides, the steps, even if they're baby steps, understanding that we're moving and we're progressing in the right direction. My friends, focus where your feet are today. We are only five days away from Christmas at the release of this episode. Our prayer is that you would not miss your moments, that you would have an absolute blast, that you would soak in and saturate this time with family, with friends, with the Lord. What a sweet season. Just celebrate all that God has done for us. My friends, from all of us here at the Built Different Podcast, we wish you a very blessed and Merry Christmas. We love you guys. As always, thank you so much for joining us, and we hope to see you next time on the Built Different Podcast.